Hey everybody, and welcome back to What the Heck Did Danielle Just Watch? A podcast, well, I was like yelling in there, I'm sorry. A podcast where we show Danielle a movie that she has never seen before, and then we discuss it right after, and we forgot to introduce ourselves. You are... Danielle. And I'm Tino. (laughs) It's Thanksgiving week, so of course we had to watch the Thanksgiving classic... Planes, trains, and automobiles. And I'm going to guess this might be the favorite movie that we, uh, that Danielle has watched out of all this. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did not expect any of... Well, we'll get into it. But... This movie is wild. <laughs> Want to start off, Danielle? Um, well, no. What's your question? What's your first question? My first question was, uh, what is your, what's like the craziest thing that happened in this thing? Um, craziest thing. Or should we go through plot first? I don't know. Should (laughs) we just, it's a pretty basic plot. There's a guy trying to get home from New York to see his uh, family on Thanksgiving and all the planes get, or turn around and, uh, he winds up, uh, meeting this guy who tries to help him and they are it's basically like an odd couple they just clash the whole time where one is like a slob and steve martin's the straight man john candy's kind of slobbish or whatever and um uh, they uh go on misadventures and trying to get home to chicago for thanksgiving that is the plot of the movie hey daniel did you like that kevin bacon uh cameo in the beginning i was like kevin bacon I okay. I hadn't seen this movie in forever, and I was like, I do not remember Kevin Bacon being in this movie. <laughs> I thought he was gonna be in the rest of the movie. I was hoping. But... I thought so too. I was like, do I not remember Kevin Bacon being in this movie? He's literally in the movie for like not even a full minute. Was he like race to get a cab? They're trying just, to get a cab. It was great. He doesn't have any speaking lines. They just like stare at each other. <laughs> they just like. Like, Steve Martin and like giving uh, a look like we're gonna do this. Yeah, like, Steve Martin this. and Kevin Bacon race to get a taxi because it's rush hour in New York City, so they're trying to get a taxi, and they're like trying to race. And that Kevin Bacon is literally in that movie for like two seconds. And was this it. Steve's first time in? Uh, or Neil is his name? Was it Neil's first time in New York? Cause... I don't think so, because he was like a. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Steve Martin's character, I think it was Neil Page, who's like an advertising person. Um, I don't think so, because it seems like he's there all the time. Well, I never, we never take cabs. I've never taken a cab in well, New York City. Well, I think that's our rule, never to take a cab, because when we went on our honeymoon. Oh, also, so when Steve, um, <laughs> Steve Martin, Neil Page, is running after the cab, he almost gets one, but he trips over um, a trunk, you know, like a, like a case, a trunk. And he almost gets run over by a yellow cab. And my first thought was thinking was Elf. <laughs> the yellow ones don't stop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> maybe think, think of that. that. Oh, my gosh. And then he almost gets a cab. And John Candy steals it. What's John Candy's name? Um, Del Griffith. Griffith? Yes. Griffith. Del Griffith. Danielle, what did you think of John Candy in this movie? It it was his classic character. It made me really sad that John Candy is no longer with us because I'm like, he is amazingly hilarious in this movie. Yeah, like he, 
Like, he doesn't, you can tell, like, it just comes so natural. Mm-hmm. And it's just so funny. There are, <laughs> this is not kind of funny. I wrote this down. There's a scene in this movie where he looks like my grandpa, my mom's dad. Oh. Like, no, because, like, so my grandpa was, like, a bigger dude, and he had a mustache, and he had curly hair. And John Candy has, like, a perm or something in this movie. Like, he has really curly it's hair. It's short. Like, it's cut short, but, yeah. It's, like, cut. It's, like, cut, like, it's like so, so there's, like, the scene um, when they realize that their flight is not going to make it to Chicago and they get trapped in Wichita. It's, like, very beginning of the movie. He, like, has, like, his suit on and then he has that hat. Like, my grandpa always wore one of those hats. Yeah, and so I'm like, he looks just like my grandpa oh, in the scene. That's sweet. And you're like, Tino, you're Mexican. How does he look like your grandpa? My grandpa was a very light skinned Mexican, by the way. Um, if you're sure you don't know that, but I'm letting you know that's all a peep into my personal life. But there you go. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, we're doing this in our uh, our dining room on our brand new chairs that we just put together. Just letting yeah, you all know the very podcast. Comfy. They're super comfy. Um, did you? <laughs> Did you notice what John Candy was reading in the airport? No, I didn't. I didn't read it. But... So when John Candy and um, Steve Martin's characters first meet, well, they don't first. First, he steals Neil Page's taxi cab without realizing it, and then they meet up again in the airport. They just keep like meeting up, like keep meeting each other, bumping each other in the first like couple minutes of the movie. And they realize, like, who each other is. Like, he's like, hey, you stole my cab. He's like, hey, you tried to get in my cab, whatever. And it's, like, a funny moment. But John Candy is reading, um, I just wrote Canadian Smut. It's, he's, like, reading, I forget, what's the title of the book? I just wrote that it was, like, like a, like a romance novel or something like that. It was, like, a smut book. What is, Canadian Mounted. That's what it was called. (laughs) And he's reading that book. And I'm just laughing, because, you know, John Candy's Canadian. I didn't know that. You know John Candy's John Candy is. Canadian. I did not know that. Yes. Well, I now I can see that because of how he talks. Yeah, he's Canadian. I didn't know that. That's why it made me laugh. Canadians are really cool to mm-hmm. hang out with. Yep, Canada's awesome. All that free healthcare is great. <laughs> At some point, and even I'm... when he gets mad, he's so polite. Yeah. What do you? Anything you want to talk about in this? One? Well, so I'm just go on and on about John Candy all night. But. I know, but I was, I kind of like thought, you know, Steve is just so frustrated to get out of New York. I thought, you know, it kind of reminds me how Homer Simpson went, that episode when he went to New York and he hates New York, the passion, and that just reminded me of that. <laughs> it reminds you of the, the, yeah. the city of New York versus Homer Simpson? Yeah, That's and he can, he can never get out because... Mm-hmm. Because he was trying to leave New York the entire time. Yeah. Well, they did eventually leave New York. They just got stuck in Wichita. Kansas. But I would, I would feel like you even hate New York mm-hmm. even more. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what I liked about this movie, too? It was all the uh, cameos from people who were in Ferris Bueller. Yeah. I noticed that, too. Because there's... Um, the dad. The dad... Ben Stein is in it. He's the guy who cancels the flights from Wichita to Chicago. And then, um... That lady. That that rental lady. The rental lady is the, uh... Prince secretary. assistant. Secretary. Principal assistant. Whatever. But, yeah. Because John Hughes wrote this movie. Yeah. R.I.P. John Hughes. Wrote some great movies in the 1980s. Not so much in the 1990s, but some great movies in the 1980s. <laughs> <laughs> A flubber was okay. Um, 
What did you think? So when they're oh, this is funny. So we're on when they're on the plane, going we're from, we are only in the first few minutes of this movie still. When they're on the plane from uh, New York to what they think they're going to Chicago, there's an old man who keeps coughing on him, and I'm just like, in the age of COVID, that was so disgusting to me. <laughs> I said, ew. I said, gross. Why is that guy coughing on him? That old man has also been like in a ton of stuff. He was in Living Single. He was the old. He was part of the old couple that was upstairs doing it when they kept hearing the neighbors. Oh. Anyway, sorry. That's nothing to do with what we're talking about right now. But <laughs> I didn't recognize because his eyes are closed. <laughs> so anyway, they get stranded in Wichita and they have to um, spend the night there. John Candy's character has gotten a room. Steve Martin cannot. I want to say Steve Perot. It's Steve Martin. And he can't. <laughs> Neil. Neil Page. He has not gotten a room. So John Candy says, hey, come with me to this motel or whatever. I'll help you get a room. They wind up having to share a room. And then hilarity ensues. What did you think about <laughs> that scene in the hotel room? Like, the whole scene. Very uncomfortable. I Yeah, and just how, like, uh, Doll Griffith, like, how his hospitality is not so great because he was just so messy. <laughs> so gross. I, I he was, used all the towels. Yeah, and, and left it wet. Left the shower they wet. They were moist. Yes, they were moist. And then he had to drive himself. Steve Martin had to drive himself off with like a little like little rag, like a little hand towel. Oh, I would, I would just, I would just want to leave right away. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then he got beer. He spilled beer. On he the, spilled beer all over the bed. All over the bed. On. <laughs> on Steve Martin's side, you know what, baby? Oh my gosh, the thing, I love John Candy so much. When he's like clearing his throat super loud, <laughs> that was funny. He has a straight face the entire time, and that's what made me laugh. He's just like, oh, oh, but his face is just like straight face, like not. He's not even like really making like moving his mouth a lot or anything when he's doing it. He just has a straight face, and he's just staring off into space. You wonder how long it took them to do that scene. Oh my gosh, it was so funny to me. John Candy is. This is like. One of the funniest movies of all time. Even if just for Thanksgiving, just any time. It's just such a funny movie. Yeah. Um, if you can hear uh, behind us and you're wondering what that little squeaky noise is, it sounds like a tea kettle. It is our dog, BB-8, who is no, not getting enough attention. It's Ray. Oh, it's Ray. Well, it's Ray, who doesn't think she's getting enough attention, even though we have been home with her all day long. So uh, no, three. Is it Ben? It's Ben since Thanksgiving. Three we haven't gone straight. anywhere. Three days straight. Yeah, we haven't gone anywhere. <laughs> but she thinks she's not getting enough attention. So that's if you hear that little tea kettle noise, that's what it is. Hi, Ray. Um, anyway, because I wrote down straight face. That was really funny. Oh, you know what you wanted to talk about? Was that cab that they had to take from the oh, airport. airport. Yeah, that, that was... Uh... I would not want to get in that cab if I saw that cab. It it was, it, it just was crazy. I called it the Van Halen cab because I feel like it's like some dude, something that like a guy from Van Halen would drive around. Well, in. it just reminded me of like when I had mentioned before on our honeymoon trip, we had to take a cab. We didn't, 
we didn't have a rental car. We had to take a cab to somewhere we wanted to hang out at. Yeah. Right? And that was, like, the most awful cab. <laughs> I, no, that, I wouldn't say most awful because I never driven a cab before, but mm-hmm. I'm, like, I after that, I'm, like, I'm never going to drive a ride in a cab again. I've only gotten in the cab a few times. Once, and actually, so there was that time, but before that, I had gotten to a cab in Chicago, and that guy... If you've ever been in a cab in Chicago, those dudes drive... Like, people in Chicago just drive crazy anywhere. But cabbies in Chicago drive crazy. And that was kind of, like, what put me off to cabs. (laughs) Well, in the cab that we drove in together, I thought that van was going to break down. Yeah, that van was, like... It was, like, a van, like, a minivan. It was, like, falling apart. It was ridiculous. And he was driving really crazy. Right. But that's what that cabbie... (laughs) But I was like, what kind of cab is that? That's what I was thinking in my head. Do you remember what the cab's name was? Uh, Doobie something? Do- Doobie's Caviola. What's a, a yeah, Caviola? I have no idea. He had to have his own, uh, I it, don't know. It was Ad- like metal flaked, it had a hydraulics, it was almost like a lowrider. It had a double, like, <laughs> antenna. Yeah. That's why I said it's like something like Van Halen would like. It just reminded me of like a Van Halen cab. Like somebody who was like really into Van Halen and then like wanted to make a car that was a tribute to Van Halen. And then had all these posters this... in the, in the, inside. Yeah, like late, like, um, like centerfolds and stuff like that. So I'm saying it's like somebody who was like in love with Van Halen but then like wanted to make a tribute car to Van Halen. Yeah. That's what this car would look like. Yeah, that's a good point. That's why I put Van Halen cap. There's like music in the background, but I don't, that I don't think is Van Halen, but it's made to sound like Van Halen, and that's what that sounds like to me. Also, I think the driver was in Christine. Okay. That cap. Anyway. <laughs> oh, so we were talking about the uh, the shower scene. All that. What did you think about when they had to wake up next to each other? That I. <laughs> I you know what this whole movie I appreciate because like you can't you don't expect anything <laughs> to happen and like I'm like at first I thought oh Del Griffiths is gonna spoon spoon him mm-hmm. just doesn't care mm-hmm. well that first time no he he turned over or whatever yeah he turned over and, and then popped when, out. when they woke up in the morning I'm like oh great he spooned him he spooned him Like, come on, guy. But he was dreaming. He was dreaming. Dreaming hardcore. He was dreaming. He goes, I don't want to know what you were dreaming about. Where's your other hand? Where was his other hand, Daniel? It's between two pillows. Between two pillows. (laughs) And Steve Martin says, those aren't pillows. It's so good. (laughs) And then he jumps up and he's like, you you got the Bears game? Catches the Bears game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna have a hell of a season this year. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's so I'm glad. I I have some weird dreams myself, but I'm glad it's not that weird. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Steve Martin gets I, I up. I just talk in my sleep. Right. That whole oh my gosh, there's so much to talk about, and that just one scene. It's so funny. They got robbed too in the middle of the night. Some dude uh, took all their money, and then they, which is, because they were just going to, um, like, book a flight. It was, it was, like, basically, they ran out of money because they got robbed, and they had to, like, get a ride to, oh, crap, where is it? To wherever, Steubenville, is that what it was called? They had to get a ride to Steubenville. Something like that. Because they want to take the Amtrak to Chicago, um, but they had to get a ride with this guy's creepy son. 
What do you think about that guy? Like, really creepy. Mm-hmm. Like, I would not want to ride in that car. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to ride with him. He was like a... He's basically like your typical creepy redneck. Yeah. <laughs> he was super rude to his wife. Which, so you immediately know he's garbage. He, like, he asks his wife to like pick up John Candy's big old heavy trunk. So that's how you immediately know he's like a garbage person. Um, so they have to sit in the back. Because it's like a little truck. And they have to sit in the back of the truck all the way. Like, they said it's like 45 miles away. And they were like frozen by the time they got there. Because it's cold out. Um, <laughs> think it's funny to see the dog. Oh, yeah, that, that that scared me. I'm like, whoa, where did he come from? So they're, like, sitting in the back of this truck, and it's, like, all this hay everywhere, and Steve Martin sees a glove, and he's, like, they're cold, so he's going to grab the glove and, like, pick it up, and, like, a little dog jumps out of the hay at him and nips his finger. Like, he's like, I nipped my finger. And he asks John Candy, what do you think the temperature is? And he goes, I don't know, one? <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Okay, so then they get on the train... Nothing too crazy happens on the train other than it breaks down. It's like, wow, they're like just he, not having They're luck. not having good luck. He's like, finally, thinks he's finally going to make it. And then the train breaks down. Because they were going to part ways then too, right? Yeah. Yeah, they've almost parted ways like three times in this trip. And they keep bumping into each other. Like, fate has just brought them together is basically what's happening in this movie. Did you like the score? I'm going to write that down. I wrote that down. Did you like the score? This, like the music? Yeah, the music. It was very 80s. It was very 80s, yeah. Even when it was like serious moments, I'm like, oh, just sad. Mm-hmm. It comes off like really sad. Because like, um, <laughs> like, really intense. They get into this little argument when they're in the hotel room prior. And like, John Candy gives this like speech about how I like myself and all this other stuff. But like the music behind it is super 1980s. Very. I put 80s music speech. So anyway, the, um... The train breaks down, and they have to walk to Jefferson City, which is in Missouri. So they got from Kansas to Missouri, which actually isn't that far. Yeah, expert over here. I mean, I've driven through a lot of the United <laughs> States. <laughs> yeah. Because, fun fact, Kansas City and uh, shares, a, it's like a big city, but it's also shares part of like Missouri and of uh, Kansas. So that's how you know it's not that far. Anyway, and Kansas City isn't Missouri and Kansas. I said that twice and I didn't mean to. But anyway, um, so they wind up taking a bus. What would you think about the bus ride, Danielle? <laughs> that, would get, that was really interesting. Yeah? Um, yeah, like, uh, really crammed. Mm-hmm. Felt really crammed. And, and then all of a sudden, like, these two... This couple is like making out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they're very, very confident. <laughs> they're like hardcore making out it's like, on the oh bus. Oh my gosh. And John Candy's like perving out a little bit. He's like, hey, look at that. Ha ha, funny. Yeah, I'm like, he keeps looking. And he then he gets Steve. His eyes. Yeah, and then he gets Steve Martin to look, and Steve Martin looks over and gets caught. And they like yell at him. And then he's like, oh, you got caught. And so then they all start singing on the bus. For some reason, John Candy apparently gets everybody to sing. His name is Del Griffith, but I keep that's just yeah, John Griffith. Candy, so we know who it is. He gets everybody to sing apparently, and then all of a sudden, the song ends. Steve Martin's like, "I got a song. What song would you sing? Do you ever heard that song before?" No, I might if I if I heard it maybe. Yeah, Steve Martin starts to sing. Actually, a, hear the song. 
Yeah, Steve Martin starts singing a song and they all hate it. They all shoot him a look. Yeah. But well, the, at least he tried. <laughs> but then what is the song that John Candy starts to sing after that? Of Meet the Flintstones. Right. <laughs> Do you know what I finally got that right? I haven't seen this movie in a long time. And I finally understood on The Office that the office. them singing. There's, yeah. a, there's a scene. So I was going to say it. Which episode is that? Um, <clears throat> when they all go get pie or something like that. Like they have to like travel. Yeah. They have to work in a bus so they all go get pie. Is that what it is? I think so. Anyway, they all start singing the Flintstones on it. And that's basically the same exact thing. Yeah. From planes, trains, and automobiles. And even, like, Steve Carell yells Wilma at the end of it. In this movie, John Candy yells Wilma at the end of the song. Yeah, <laughs> Which funny. is the end of the the uh, theme song. But I was like, oh my gosh, that thing... I was like, that's where The Office got it from. That's yeah, why they did it. Yeah, that makes sense. I was like, I never noticed it before. Because I felt like... I felt like that. I'm like, oh, it reminds me of The Office. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing I wrote down. The Office, exclamation point. <laughs> where did they go after that? It's the, um... Shoot, where do they go after that? Uh, don't they, um... Because it breaks... Oh, they, it breaks down. They have to go to Jefferson City. They're not on a bus. Yeah, and then they uh, try to part ways then to yeah, get a rental car. Because it only takes them as far as... Oh, it takes them to St. Louis. That's St. right. St. Louis. They yeah. go to St. Louis. St. Louis. Which isn't... Like I said, it's not that far again. It's only a couple hours. Um... Actually, I don't know how far Jefferson City is from St. Louis. I'm not 100% sure on that. I've never been to St. Louis. Um, I have been to St. Louis. There's great barbecue there. You're going to have to go there. It's really good barbecue. <laughs> Kansas City has really good barbecue, too. Gates Barbecue on Lawrence. And, uh, <laughs> if you're ever in Kansas City, great barbecue. There's a couple of them. It's a chain. It's like a barbecue chain place. Kind of like um, Dick's around here. Is that what it's called? That's like, it's like what Gates is, but it's has really good barbecue. All right, I'm getting off track. Um, I'm just thinking about food. It's in like 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> <clears throat> Anyways, they get to St. Louis. They, John Candy's character starts hustling out a uh, shower curtain. And he like sells shower curtain rings and he starts hustling to get money. I'm like, wow, he, he's really good at it. He was really good at it. He was like convincing people that they were earrings. They look like gauges. They look like gauges. <laughs> but it was also the 80s, so they had all those big, like, plastic earrings, so people just kept using them as earrings. So that worked out for him. Dude, wasn't he, like, telling people that it was, like, like African, like, ivory or something like that? Something like, he was like just, like, that. making up stuff. So basically lying to people. Oops. Our dogs here. Other dogs. Sorry. So John Candy hustles, and then they, uh... Next scene is them like hanging out in a restaurant. Steve Martin's trying to call home, and obviously, like nobody's there. They're at a um, Thanksgiving pageant. Thanksgiving Day pad pageant. Why can't I say that word? Pageant. Pageant. I thought there was an end in there. Like there's not. San Francisco. <laughs> and so then John Candy, he's like, he's like, yeah. Um, you know, everybody, nobody was there. They're probably at my daughter's Thanksgiving pageant. And he's like, oh, yeah, those are, it's a bummer you missed that. Like, those are the moments you can't get back. And just like, <laughs> he just like continues to make Steve Martin feel worse. Yeah, he thinks he's like helping. Mm-hmm. And that's when they split. Yeah, he, you know, uh, Neil said, I think it's time for us, it'd be easy for us to be apart. 
Mm-hmm. That we just travel travel along and we get faster. Mm-hmm. And so, oh, because they were waiting to go get their rentals. That's what they're there. Okay, now I'm remembering. Because I wrote down... Uh, so Steve Martin takes a bus to his rental... Um, lot. Lot. And he gets to where his car, rental car is supposed to be, and it's not there. And the bus takes off, so he's stuck in the rental lot by himself. Now, I've never been stuck in a rental lot by myself, but that has happened to me before. I went to go rent a car. They told me where it was in the lot, and the car wasn't there. Really? So that is something that happens. That is something that happens. Wow. <laughs> so, anyway, Steve Martin has to walk all the way back to where the um, rental is, the rental place is. So he has to walk through the highway, he has to walk through all the snow, all this, and he's like in a suit, loses his super nice hat, um, <laughs> where he meets the lady from Ferris Bueller. Danielle, what did you think about that part? Um, I was, uh, yeah, I can understand that Neil was like really upset, mm-hmm. but man, he went off. He just like went off on her and mm-hmm. just said the F word. Yep. I'm like, dang, I'm like, I, I wrote down, like, man, if he wasn't so so mean, maybe bad things wouldn't happen <laughs> to him. Do you also said, like, I don't think I've ever heard him say the F word that many times. I don't know. I, I don't think I've ever heard him say the F word. Steve Martin? Yeah. I'm sure I have in other movies, I just, but I can't think of what right now. I just think the movies I've seen him in... He doesn't. He's usually, like, more of a wholesome character. Yeah, like he's... Like Father of the Bride. Yeah. Or, you know, uh, Little Child of Horrors. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's great in Little Child of Horrors. Anyway, we're not talking about that movie. Um, so he uh, angrily, like, screams at this lady, and it's not her fault. And, um, I mean, he doesn't have his rental agreement, so they can't give him a new car. So yeah, he, go- he threw it out. Mm-hmm, he threw it out. And then he has to go outside and try to... Is it a cab that he tries to get? I think he's, like, going to, like, try to convince a cab to take him from St. Louis to Chicago, which is, like, yeah. a crazy few hours. Um, and then he gets into a fight with this cabbie. <laughs> and he gets punched in the face. And he falls down. And this is the third time he almost gets killed. Because he almost gets run over three times in this movie. Yeah. Um, and then... Um, Turns out the car stops right before it hits him in the head, and guess who's inside the car? Del Griffith. Del Griffith, and none other than Del Griffith. <laughs> John Candy's character, because we haven't really been using his name, but that's what it is. I've been using his name. You have. I keep forgetting his name, so I just keep calling him John Candy, because that's who he is. And so they wind up uh, traveling together again. Also, the, he asks the cabbie to help him, to help him pick up. Uh, Steve Martin's character and apparently the cabbie picked him up by his balls and he starts talking like Mickey Mouse for like the next two minutes ouch (laughs) have you ever known anybody that I don't know anybody that's happened to ever that that seems like it would hurt though yeah ouch (laughs) so anyway they decide to drive together from St. Louis to Chicago um this part sets up a lot of stuff that pays off, like, in the next couple. Like, it's a really good setup to stuff that happens later in the movie. So, they're in the car, 
you think it's something bad is going to happen with Del Griffith because he's a crazy driver. He gets stuck, right? And the, be- the... So, yeah. 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 Now, are, are you talking about when Neil is driving? No, I'm talking about when, he, when Neil goes to sleep, he puts his wallet in the glove compartment. Yeah, and right? he puts... Yeah, his wallet. Right. And then er, and later on, too, before Del gets stuck when he's, dri- or when he's driving, he goes to flick a cigarette out the window, but it flies right back in. Yeah. To the uh, back seat. Yeah. And you're just like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen with that? And, like, nothing happens right away. Okay, I want to talk more about when he got stuck. <laughs> okay. Okay, go ahead. That was just crazy. I was thinking that if he got stuck, couldn't he just, like, pull his arm out of the sleeve? It was, like, tying him back. So he tries to take his jacket off, and it's got those, like, little, like... I don't think they make these on jackets anymore. It's got, like, a little ring thing on it. Yeah. Like, what's it for? Button. It's, like, for, like, button hook or whatever. Um, so he tries to take it off because it's getting hot in the car. He goes to pull off one arm. It gets stuck on the side of, like, um... What is that thing on the seat? So it's, like, like, for, a, like, the lumbar. Yeah. It's, like, a circle. Yeah, it's, like, to maneuver the like, the chair up and down. Right. So, right. it's, like, a circle thing that he gets his one... He gets his right arm stuck on. So, he's driving with one hand. He's already driving crazy, trying to get his arm out. And then he goes, whatever, I'll just try to get, you know, the other arm out of my jacket really quick. And then he tries to do that, but then it gets stuck on um, the lever that makes the chair go up and down. So, he's now stuck... Driving with no hands, trying to drive with his knees. <laughs> On the highway. On the highway. Winds up like... And it's snowing. And it's snowing. Winds up uh, flying off on a random exit. <laughs> and then he just like... Because he's about to like go off a cliff or something like that. He, like, he rips, basically rips his jacket so he can like grab the, uh, the steering wheel. And this entire time, Steve Martin sleeps through the entire thing. And just like, what happened? He's like, oh, we almost hit a deer. And then they get back on the highway. This is such a crazy scene. Yeah. <laughs> so what happened, they get back on the highway and he's um going the wrong way. Yeah, he's going back the way he came from. Yeah, he goes back the way he came from, but he gets on the yeah, wrong Yeah, and way. I'm thinking... I'm like, that exit sign is the opposite way. That was the first thing I was like, wait, is he going the wrong way on the highway? Because I thought he just, like, went the wrong way up the exit really quick, but then was just kind of going to get back on the highway, even though it's, like, not how you should get on the exit. But, yeah, he was going the wrong way. And then there's a car on the other side of the highway that sees it and tries to, like, yell at him, like, hey, you're going the wrong way. And he goes, how do you, how do they know where we're going or whatever? And Steve Martin's like, yeah, how would they know? Thanks or whatever. <laughs> but he's trying to tell them that they're going the wrong way on the and highway. He, you know, Neil, or Del Griffith was like, you little drunk, like, giving the sign, like, ooh, a little tipsy there. Mm-hmm. And then what happens to you? The, there's two semis coming at them. Mm-hmm. And they drive right in between them. They drive right in between them. It's scraping up the side of the car. Did you like that scene? <laughs> That was scary. That was like, yeah, they were like, I'm going to die. Like, they thought they were going to die. had like that moment of like, we're dying right now. It gets like really slapstick for a second because <laughs> there's like all of a sudden like, you know how like when people in movies get electrocuted or whatever and they turn into skeletons. There's like, it looks like that for a second. Yeah. But then also like, 
Neil Page, just the Marvel's character, looks over and sees John Candy as the devil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he's cursed. He sees him as the devil driving. That was so funny. I don't know why that was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks over and he's the devil. So then they spin out. They, um... They get out to inspect the car, because obviously it's all scraped up on sides. So they're sitting on the side of the highway, just kind of like thinking for a second. And all of a sudden, they look back, and the car is torched, because he had flicked a cigarette. Like, this had to happen like five minutes earlier, I think. Like, if I go back in time, it was had to happen five minutes earlier, he's like flicked a cigarette out, and it landed in the backseat. Um, and their car was on fire. So... Renee, or, Renee. I mean, uh, Ray was watching, so she agrees. Yeah, Ray agrees that that was crazy. <laughs> so, sorry, I'm going to like, stop talking for a second. <laughs> but then, so they look back, and the backseat is on fire. And at that point... They've gone through so much crap that they're just, like, not even shocked by it. Like, they just... Neil just starts laughing. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, I kind of would feel... I I could feel the way he was feeling, because I'm, like, I don't <laughs> care anymore. This is just... Mm-hmm. Wow. Then, but why is he laughing so hard, Danielle? Everything's wrong. Everything... Uh, his wallet isn't mm-hmm. there. He has no money. Yep. But there's another thing. He thinks that John Candy's character has paid for the car. So he's laughing at John Candy. Thinking like, you oh. really screwed yourself over. But then he finds out that John Candy actually <clears throat> used his credit card. Credit card, card right. Yep. Yep. Because... It's, I guess, like, they switched cards at some point, and his card wound up in John Candy's wallet, so he just used it to rent the car. It was switched when they went to that first motel. Right. That's, see, this movie sets up stuff so perfectly for, like, later on. It's so good. I, it, I can see what you're saying. The only other movie that really does that that I can think of, like, off the top of my head, I mean, not the only other one, but one that does that is another John Hughes-written film, Home Alone. Home Alone sets up stuff like that. John Hughes is so good at setting up things for later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shoot, so we're talking about that. So yeah, so Steve Martin obviously is upset at this, <clears throat> and he decides to punch John Candy in the gut. It almost knocks him out, and John <laughs> Candy says um, later on... You almost killed me. Yeah, you could have killed me to punch me when I'm not ready. Because, <laughs> remember what he said? What? That's how who died. Houdini. Oh, he said yeah. that's how He said that's how Houdini died. Which is, which is true, and that happened here in Detroit on Halloween night. Really? And, yeah, you know. That's true? Well, he had, like, asked somebody to, like, punch him in the gut or something like that over something, and I guess, like, it punctured something, and it went wrong. Like, an object? Like... Punch. No, he had, like, somebody punch him in the stomach. Oh. 
So when John Candy said Candy said that, that made me laugh really hard. I'm like, that's true, and that happened here in Detroit. Oh, I thought that was like a joke. No, that happened in Detroit. <laughs> At the Majestic Theater, which you have been to. Really? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Fun fact of the day. Now, I'm going to go out on a tangent about that, so we're going to have to... <laughs> so we're going to have to, like, wrap that up real quick. So then they go to a, um... To kind of, like, say whatever, screw it. Apparently the car still drives, because they drive to a motel. I... That... I was shocked. I'm like, how can it still be drivable? Did you recognize the, um, the motel clerk? Yeah, but I'm, I was still trying to figure out where he's... What movie he was in? He's from a very classic 1993 movie, Danielle. That could be any movie. Has dinosaurs in it. Oh, he's the the lawyer? He's the lawyer in Jurassic Park. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's the first thing I wrote down was lawyer from Jurassic Park right there. <laughs> and so, um... Maybe that was his job before Jurassic Park. <laughs> Oh, maybe. Maybe before he was a lawyer. So since they have no money... I was just trying to be funny. It was funny to me. I laughed. Oh, you did? I didn't hear you. Sorry. I was... I'm I'm, I'm kidding. Um, So uh, Steve Barton's character pays for his room with $17 and his watch. And he's like, Dell is not sleeping in my room again. He's like super angry at Dell. It doesn't want anything to do with him. And Dell has no money for his uh, room... So he's going to sleep in the car, which is basically busted out and has, like, the windows. Or He's just basically, like, outside at that point, just sitting in that car. Steve Martin has a change of heart, and they're roomies again. Yeah. He had tequila together mm-hmm. and drinks together that he had in his... Uh, his trunk. His trunk. I think there was having, like, he said he was having a rum or something. He said going back to Jamaica... Which reminded me of the fact that he was in Cool Runnings. I John Candy was in Cool Runnings. I haven't seen that movie in a while. Yeah, John Candy is the coach for the bobsled team. I forgot about Jamaica, that. The Jamaica I have to, I have to rewatch that. Yep. It was prophetic. He was going to be in that movie. That's what that why, That's why he said that about Jamaica in this movie. <laughs> no. No. See, he tries to get me. I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning. So then they become friends again. Also, this room has two um, beds, not just one, like the other motel room. And it's a lot nicer. Yeah. I don't know why I wrote this to the wires. <laughs> Does that mean anything to you? To the to the wires. To the wires. I don't know. To the wives? To the wives! I can't read my own handwriting, guy. <laughs> Guy, you like guy. Guys, I meant to say guys. Is there a guy in here? Is there another guy in here? Yeah, I meant to write. It means to the wives. I gotta, I gotta read this. It says to the wives. I was just like writing sloppily because I was trying to hurry up and write while we were watching the movie. Oh yeah, to the wives. It does look like an R. So, because they were toasting. Yeah. They were talking about each other's wives. And I had a, I've just been questioning this whole time. Like, is his wife deceased? John Candy's wife. Uh, yeah, I meant, I because meant, of the way he sorry, talks about her. I meant, yeah, Del Griffith's wife. Because of the way he talks about her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when Steve Martin says, "At least you have a wife to grow old with," he gets like he looks like he's about to cry, but then holds it back. Yeah. 
Yep. And you were right the whole time. She was dead the whole time. That's what happens. Turns out. Anyway, so then uh, they wind up driving, trying to drive that busted old car to um, Chicago. But obviously they get pulled over because the car is unsafe. Yeah. And um, it's Michael... What's the cop's name? I don't know. It's Michael McKean, I think, is real real name in real life. He's from Spinal... This is Spinal Tap. He's oh, he been was? In, he is in Saturday Night Live. He's been in tons of other things. Okay. Um, But yeah, he's been in a ton of movies. Ton of things. But yeah, they get... The car gets pulled over. It's, um... It's unsafe. So it gets impounded. But then they find, uh... A semi-truck driver who is willing to drive them there. And where do they have to sit, Danielle? In the in the way back. So, like, in the cargo. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a freezer. Yeah, it's basically like a, it's like a meat. <laughs> I was trying to figure out what it was. It's a meat hauling truck. It's like, dang. I don't, I don't remember how far they were from Chicago at that point. But they had to sit in that meat locker for, like, hours. <laughs> that is horrible. So then they finally get to Chicago. They're at the platform of LaSalle and Van Buren, which is uptown. Not uptown, uh, north, north side, Chicago. <laughs> Londo lived there for two years. I know stuff. Um, they hug. They're like, hey, you know, we'll see you all later. See you later. It was a good time. They kind of like make amends over all the bull crap they had to go through and all that. And they get in the subway and Steve Martin starts reflecting on everything that has gone on. And he kind of like starts to realize the way that John Candy has been talking about his wife the whole time. That maybe she's not around anymore. Like he's been too blind to kind of like see, pick up on the clues that he's been dropping. Um, and then that's when he realized that his wife was indeed dead and John Candy was a grifter, basically. But I was questioning when he was on the train. Right. Did he... Because I'm like, did he stay on that train until it went all the way back to the same spot where he he started? Do you mean like that's where John Candy was going home? When they departed. Okay. When Neil and Dal Griffith departed. Yeah. Did he, did Neil stay on that train mm-hmm. until it went back to that same spot where they he started? He would have had to. Because I was like, how he would have had to get off. Around? <laughs> okay, he would have had to get off at the next stop. Get off the subway, run back up the platform. Probably pay again to get back on the subway. Had to run back up the platform, and then go back to the station that he was at before. He would have to go back to. I don't know. We don't know where he got off at, but he would have to go back to Lasalle and Van Buren. Okay, because that's what I was questioning. To get back to that platform, but then it was like at the station. So he's probably sitting, like, in the station um, lobby. Because some of them have that, not all of them, though. And that's where uh, John Candy was sitting, and he said he didn't have a home. But he's not, like, homeless. That's what I'm saying. He's not, like, homeless. He just... Because he said he hasn't been home in eight years, and he's been on the road. So I'm like, he's, like, a grifter. He just, like... He doesn't want to go back home. He just doesn't want to go back home. He's just, like, some... Selling stuff from town to town. He just keeps he just keeps moving basically. Just keeps it moving. And that's what he does. Cause that's almost like he, that's why he has that trunk with him. It's like his whole life. 
And he just, like, lives in hotels. And not hotels. I'm sorry. So I'm saying he's, like, not homeless, even though he doesn't have a home. Right. Right. But I'm just, like, I'm just putting this in my, for me, I'm saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was, like, putting that together. I was, like, he doesn't have a home. I was, like, he's not homeless. He's a grifter because he's just moving from town to town. All this anyway. Yeah. So, obviously, Steve Martin winds up. Uh, bringing him back to his house for Thanksgiving, and they, he has Thanksgiving uh, dinner with Steve Martin's family, and that is the end of the movie. It's one of the best movies ever. It's such a good movie, Danielle. What was the weirdest part of this movie to you? Um, the weirdest part. It, it takes me a minute to think about it. Because <laughs> it's, it's a lot to process through this movie. Mm-hmm. A lot going on. Um, it's just weird how they kept running into each other. Mm-hmm. They and, kept uh, bringing them together. Yeah. So I guess it was meant to be. I guess the... Well, really weird part was like... When the... Um, after the car caught on fire that they were still able to ride it. <laughs> Daniel was just like, how? How? How, Sway? Um, <laughs> and um, if this movie ever got remade, who do you think would play them? Oh, that's a really good question. Which is always a question we ask in every mm-hmm. podcast, but... Um, hmm... Thinking mm-hmm. Paul Rudd. Mm-hmm. Um. Hmm. I feel like Paul Rudd be like Del Griffith. Really? Paul Rudd is John Candy's character. Okay. Oh, all right. <laughs> what you don't would know you who think? these two. I was thinking Paul Rudd would be more of like a Steve Martin character if you're going to play some of that role. And then like Jonah Hill could be John Cain's character. But I'm also just trying to think of like big actors. Corpulent. Well, that's our podcast, everybody. (laughs) Thanks for listening. (laughs) Uh, Sorry we haven't been putting out as frequently as we wanted to. Just, you know, life is busy. But also, we're, we're trying to get some guests to come on with COVID and everything. I'm not technologically savvy, so we're going to try to maybe figure out how to do it over line, online. Maybe. I really want to do it online. Um, so we got some guests lined up. We'll do some stuff with them soon, hopefully. Uh, but thank you for listening. And if you have any suggestions, please con- comment. Yep. Suggestions of what movies to, that maybe I haven't seen. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. Thanks, bye.